Alright. Five, four, three, two, one. And we are here. It's your girl, Ms. D, and Lady Precious and Anana K. We are here. We are being influenced live and we are back. And this is part two of holistic lifestyles. Um yes, we're a little behind. Like I said, we're in a new studio. We're working on everything because we need to perfect everything. But once this all comes together, this is going to be one of the liveest studios you've ever seen. Like yes. I said, we have a purple wall. So you know it's going to be live because we have this purple wall behind me. Yes. And that is nothing but greatness, right? And royalty. And royalty. Stands for. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but before we get started, I definitely have to send our condolences. Lady T is not here with us here with us this evening um i want to send condolences out to lady t and her family she is traveling home um to maryland um to lay to rest one of her family members and we also need to send our condolences out to our ceo of the next hot single he's all he's also lost a loved one in his family so we're sending condolences out to him as well yes um so Things a little more off, a little more scratchy than they usually been. You know, we're sending prayers and condolences to our family members right now that's going through some hard times. But we're here. We're going to hold it down. Yeah, we're going to hold it down for the team. Right. Better late than never. We are here. We're holding it down. And we're going to go back into this holistic lifestyle. Anana K. Yes. How are you? I'm, I'm doing all right. How y'all doing out there? We're good. We're good. Blessed. Yes, we're doing great. We're doing great. How's California weather? Hot and sunny. Hot and sunny. Well, Hot we're, and sunny. We're cool and rainy. <laughs> well, if you want to switch, I'd be happy to switch with you because I like those rainy nights. Uh, I'll take that hot and sunny any day. <laughs> You know I love that hot and sunny. I need the sun beaming on my body so that that gives me the inspiration to go to the beach, jump in that water, and get the it happy together. Place, the yes, beach. <laughs> that happy, happy place. place. <laughs> <laughs> so we have been talking last week. My two sisters here weren't with us, um, but last week, um, Lady T and I held it down talking about holistic lifestyles. We talked about some of the things that you can replace. Um, in your daily lifestyle as far as eating, because everybody's, you know, since the passing of Nipsey Hussle, everybody's on the Dr. Sebi, you know, alkaline diets. We talked about bringing it in with your spirituality, your mindset, and how that's your trinity, and you bring it all together, and that's how you come up with holistic living. Not H-O-L, but W-H-O-L, holistic living lifestyles. Um... So I wanted to deal today with some of the um, less obvious things that people deal with in their holistic lifestyles, their holistic living. And I know you said you were doing some research today, mm -hmm. Lady Precious, on some things. But when you think about the Caribbean culture, mm -hmm. when you think about the Caribbean culture anyway, I don't think when you said, I don't really know anything about holistic living. Your lifestyle is already... Yeah, it's part of it is implanted in there, but as far as foods and things like that, I know a lot of um, what I've been reading kind of contradicts some of the things I grew up, you know, believing mm -hmm. and foods that we generally eat some, might be some of the things that in holistic living that you wouldn't eat. Mm -hmm. So that's where I kind of like, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. 
So what do you find that's like really different from the things that may have been our original culture to those things that have been inbred in our culture that you don't feel like are part of what we should be eating? Um, like the rice. That's mm-hmm. a big thing because rice is like a huge thing in the Caribbean culture. You eat rice. Growing up, I felt like I had rice almost every single night. My mother either white rice, rice and peas. It was always rice, um, which has a lot of starch. And so in doing some of my research, I'm, I'm seeing that rice might not be the best, healthiest, or depending on the type of rice it is. Mm-hmm. And Anana K, I know you love rice. She there. <laughs> Anana K. Maybe those are. Okay. Well, I know Anana K loves rice. <laughs> can you hear me? Talk- I was just talking. Can you hear me? Uh, we can hear you a little bit. Okay. But there you are now. So, like I said, I know you love rice. Yeah, I'm a rice eater. Um, I've just recently got into brown rice because I guess white rice is bleached and it's not really healthy for you. Yes, and that is a big so thing. I, I need the, I need the rice to help fill me up because I'm actually switching over into a more holistic diet, and without that rice, I might not make it. Oh, you're going to make it, but we do need to remove some of the rice from our diet because the rice is... Well, the rice that we eat now is bleached. You know, your sugars are bleached, your flours are bleached. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that you eat that is white has very little nutritional value or substance to it because it has right. been bleached to be white. Yeah, and see, enough, that, yeah. that's so hard for me because I love rice. That is, like, really hard. And brown rice, I'm still... I'm not a true lover of brown rice yet. It just has that... I don't know. I'm just not there yet. I, I've never been a lover of rice really anyway, so it's not hard to remove rice from my diet. Mm-hmm. Um, now, potatoes, I'm here and there with potatoes. Yeah, like, I can... Neither here nor there. Hey, Lala. Our um, COO is watching. So Hi. She's like, I know she's like, why is she talking about me? And she's probably making faces and stuff right now, but I don't care. <laughs> and then she's going to text me later and tell me something evil. But she's a beautiful, she's a beautiful spirit because she, <laughs> she deals with me. Yeah, she deals with me and she's been dealing with me for years. So she has to be a beautiful spirit. And they're her mama too. Oh, she just went off. Lala, you better come back. I'm going to keep talking about you too. You got, there she is. Hey, Lala. Oh, we have the same name. Yes, yes. Yeah, she's cool. Yes. And her mama. Hey, mama. Hey, mama. But um, like some of the basics that I wanted to deal with as far as holistic living is the things that we don't think about every day um, and the things that also agitate our, our being. One of those things is what we used to cook in. Like they make our lifestyle so easy because we have nonstick cooking pans, right? right? And it makes life easy because it's nonstick. It's easy to clean. Um, if you're not the best cook like me, <laughs> you can fake it right you can fake it till you make it hey mama and um so you can use this nonstick and everything comes out perfect right mm-hmm. but nonstick is not the best for you because it has chemicals and things on the in the pan right and those things absorb into your foods so the best thing there's two ways you can go stainless steel mm-hmm. and cast iron okay I like cast iron that's yes. old school so that's why you always have that grandma 
that has that huge black cast iron pot that's mm-hmm. been passed down from generation to generation. And they yeah. say it's good and seasoned. And, you, and, and no matter how much you burn food in it, it still works. Right. <laughs> and when it's seasoned, it's seasoned. Because, you know, when you have that, that, that elder in the family that passed away, everybody wants that cast iron pan. Yeah, that's true. They want that cast iron pan for a reason because yeah. that bad boy has been seasoned and it's good and it's going to flavor all your food just like that, mm-hmm. that relative, that senior or, you know, ancestor that passed on. Um, the other thing that I will also just... If you can, start throwing away all of your plastic wear. You mean like Tupperware? All your plastic wear. Oh, didn't know that. Yes. I'll keep a Tupperware because if I go to your house and your food is good, I might pull it out of my purse and put... Okay. <laughs> yeah, I keep Tupperware all the time. Throw away your plastic wear. <laughs> and I just want to double check because, you know, we're doing... We're working on some things and working on some cakes. And Anika, are you with us? Yes, I am. And I'm sitting here looking. I'm like... That's real. We really need to get rid of the plastic. Plastic is just not healthy. Do you know that in the 80s, I I still knew people who would not eat out of plastic or drink out of a plastic cup. If it was not glass, anybody from down south, the older people, they was not messing around with a plastic container. Yes, you don't want to mess around. to take a, a piece of plastic with us instead of worrying about glass. I don't know what's going on. I still prefer to drink out of a glass, but when it comes to storing food, i got to get away from that plastic. I'll, I'll be the first person to admit it. I'll be looking for a Ziploc bag. Yeah, that's me too. <laughs> yes, and I, I have to say, I'm still guilty of because I, I don't like doing dishes. I don't like domestic work, period. <laughs> just let's, let's just face the reality. I don't like domestic work, period. In the conversation, so we don't have to talk about that anymore. But when I store, when I'm storing, <laughs> when I'm storing things in my refrigerator or I'm cooking, all my pots and pans are stainless steel. But when we're talking about storing our foods and things like that, um, you want glass. That's why your mamas and your papas had Pyrex and porcelain. Mm-hmm. That's my mom. Because when you're dealing with plastics, you absorbing, your food is absorbing, especially if you're using a microwave. Oh, my God. If you're using a microwave. Just kill yourself. <laughs> and it's so crazy because when you really look at it, it's like, okay, what are we supposed to eat? Air? What are we supposed to drink? Are we supposed to drink air and eat ice? I mean, yeah. and you know, my cousin almost feels that that like so and, much you can't eat. And but there's so much you can't eat. There's so much you can't eat. But there's still a process. Like you want to use glass and Pyrex and porcelain and things when you're storing your, your foods and vegetables and when you're cooking because plastic. You use it so often. Mm-hmm. You've seen it, especially if you cook with pasta mm-hmm. and use plastic. What does it do? It seals yeah. on that plastic bowl. Yeah. And all of that is what is because it absorbs, so it's also absorbing in your food. Especially if you're putting it in the microwave. Especially if you're putting it in the microwave. Yeah. You know. And one thing that um, I have a cousin in South Carolina, and his biggest pet peeve, and we've all done it, Buy a bottle of water, leave that bottle of water in your car, or or drink it the next day. And he's, he fusses with his wife and his daughters all the time about the water, those bottles are disposable, I mean, are um, one time only, and you're supposed to throw them away. You cannot leave them in your car in the sun because you're causing it to evaporate and you're causing it to mix with the plastics. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've all done it. Yeah. So, when it comes to me with water, 
you, you got to get rid of the plastic. The plastic water, yes, the plastics break, break down, down and contaminate your food. Exactly, Lala. Lala knows she has to help me out with um, words because I have foggy brain. Love you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so in all of that, you take it internally. And your body is not meant to digest that. Right. So. Well, you know what? A lot of people don't think about this right here. And this is the first thing that I've ever actually pulled off. When you buy your seasons in the store, if you don't buy them in bulk, they're in what? Plastic. The yeah. first thing you do if, you're, if you've got seasons to cook with, you take them out and you put them in glass containers. Yes. and you can Right? Just... People, people don't do that. They just have a whole bunch of plastic stuff. Uh, seasoning containers up in their cabinet they think they're really doing something I'm like uh uh-uh, because it makes the seasons taste differently it yeah, really that's does. We don't even have think you ever about. tried pepper out of a glass container as opposed to pepper out of a medical container a, a metal container or a plastic one and you know it back in the day different. that's what our grandmothers and great-grandmothers had they had those little little canisters, you had right, sugar those, in it. That, yeah, right. You had your cookies. Well, I remember the cookies. You had the cookie jar. And who has cookie jars anymore? We don't have cookie jars. Remember when you said yeah, cookie jars? Yeah, we did. Oh my god! And that I was the best way jar. to store our stuff. Yeah. Yes, we had our cookie jar, your powder, your flour, and all those things. And then you had the little stainless steel um salt and pepper shakers. Yeah, and everything. And they did all that for a reason. We thought we grew and got bright and smarter than they were. Mm-hmm. They thought we thought we that thought we were being in, in, yeah, innovative. Yeah, that's the word. Exactly. <laughs> we thought we thought we was being innovative, which actually we took it backwards. Which is why we go to the doctors more often than because they didn't they go to the doctors to. as much as we do now at all. Absolutely not, not, not at all. You know, and so we talked about last week all these things we need to do internally, but we need to deal with the things that we need to do externally first. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, throw away your microwave. Throw away your microwave, get a toaster oven. If you don't want to, I mean, I know it's a hassle. Turning on the oven, waiting for it to get 350 degrees, and then changing it from one container to the other and putting right. it in the stove. Get a toaster oven. That yes, way, much quicker. Yes, and you can heat um, the portion that you need mm-hmm. without heating the whole dish. Yeah. Because I don't have a microwave. And then you're, you're avoiding that radiation. As, absolutely. Because you already get enough radiation from your cell phone and your laptop. And your Chromebooks, especially the cell phone, because the cell phone is attached to us like all day. So that's probably enough radiation without us using anything else. Exactly. So if you want to eliminate that, one of the first steps you can throw away, get rid of the microwave. Trust me, because and when you get rid of the microwave, guess what? Anonika, you listen to this one? Yes, ma'am. You get rid of the microwave, you will not eat as much because. The microwave, you go down there, you want something quick. It's like fast food in the house. And you will, you will eat when you're yeah. hungry because you and have And you eat. might cook more. <laughs> you might actually cook more instead of just this fast, fast, fast food, you know. Right. Um, processed food that we just throw in the microwave. Right. And you'll eat what you really want because mm-hmm. processed foods don't, don't cook as well in a toaster oven. Because right. most of them are made to go in the microwave. Mm-hmm. So right. now you're going to eat when you're hungry. You're going to eat something that has more value to your body than you would if you didn't. Right. And you're going to cook and create delicious, healthy meals. Exactly. Exactly. So um, those of you that are watching and that will watch, throw away the microwave. I'm going to come check some of y'all houses. 
see if y'all got rid of those microwaves and got a toaster oven because it, it works so much better than um than that. You microwave. know, I'm gonna be, be honest with you. People have gotten lazy. You know, just because technology came by and made things better, sometimes they talk, technology don't make things better. It, it really doesn't. Like for instance, these cell phones. I'm not gonna lie to you on the cell phones. I'll be looking at my cell phone sideways because they be doing stuff. But that radiation and then the electricity and all that, I've never had so many things plugged up in my life. So many cords. I, I, I think that um, seven years ago when I first started out, when I got married, um, I had a policy. No televisions in the bedroom, no video games in the bedroom, no cell phones. Everything had a central charging location like in the living room and we were in the bedroom and we were we were away from the charging station. Now the charging station is like two feet from my head. Yeah. You know, if people don't realize that cell phones give you headaches. Cell phones give you insomnia. Let me be honest with you about that. It's true. If you don't if you have problems sleeping and you don't detach yourself from a glowing screen at least an hour before you go to sleep, you won't you'll have problems going to sleep. It'll take you a second. You gotta slow your brain down because all the flashing lights and all that electricity. The first thing I did was I went out and I got me some some black tourmaline. It's called Swirl. It's a black it's a black stone, and it kind of it works with radiation. You can literally put the stone up there and use a meter, and, and it'll like drop the radiation level, drop the electric the the electromagnet levels, everything. But I'm gonna be honest with you out there, y'all plug them cell phones far away from your head. Don't get up in the morning and look at your cell phone. Get up and travel to your cell phone charging somewhere else. Now I know I'm not the only person who's guilty of five minutes after they wake up, they got to check to see if Miss D called. I'm I'm guilty of that because I'm guilty too. Because you know we all have two sides of our bed. And the only person I share my bed with is my cell phone. It sleeps yeah. on that pillow. That's, that, you know, that's crazy. That pillow. <laughs> my, my cell phone literally does sleep on the pillow, on the other pillow. And I don't like what I have company <laughs> because I don't know where to put my cell phone. <laughs> positivity over myself I can I can do the spiritual thing but whatever they have us connected with those cell phones that is like an addiction and it is an addiction that we really have to time ourselves like I remember when I disciplined myself years ago when Oprah was going through her diet thing and she was like okay do not eat at least 
now I can't remember. I think it's six hours. I want to say it's six. Somewhere between, between it's four and six. Okay. Do not eat between, I want to say four and six hours before you go to bed because um, you need to allow your body to do that digestive, you know, go through the whole digestive system, digestive period that it needs to go through before you lay down. Because when, with our busy lifestyles, we're eating just before we go to bed. We're eating 9 o'clock at night, and then we're laying down at 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And then that's what's caused us to gain the weight. Um, so she, when she was doing her healthy lifestyle, holistic lifestyle, one of the things that she emphasized was do not eat between this four to six hour window prior to going to bed. And if you are going to have something, have some fruit or have some water, something that's easy to, um, easy that's to, easy digest. to digest, that's going to go straight through your system. And I used to live by that at one point. But, and I also, I'm also aware, I don't have a TV in my bedroom and haven't had a TV in my bedroom in over a decade, decade and a half. um, Because the bedroom is only designed for two things. It is designed for sleeping and lovemaking. It is not designed... For television. Speak that thing, girl. Speak it. She about to go in. It's it's not designed for the other. Because one of the things that you do, we lay down, we watch TV, and we go to sleep. And we really need to be mindful of this with our children. They lay down, especially now that we have video games. They go to sleep playing these video games where they're shooting and they're killing and there's Mm -hmm. monsters and there's creatures and all of these things. And also with TV, we go to bed, most people, well, back in the day anyway... What's the last thing that you will watch? The news. Right. So the 11 o'clock news negativity. or the 10 o'clock news. And that's news me. Come on. My kids tease me all the time. I have to watch. I'm like an old lady with that. I have to watch the news. Right. So you're in bed. You're watching TV. You're watching the news. The kids are playing the video games. Mm-hmm. Killing. Um, What's that they play right now? Whatever game they are they play right now. Oh, Mortal I, Kombat? No, not Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, um. Oh, gosh. They talk about it all the time. Well, whatever. Whatever that is. Cause whatever that don't... game is they play. Um, and they're watching all these creatures and everything, and then they fall asleep, and then you fall asleep right after the news. That's the la- last thing on your mind. The last thing on your mind is what you took in. So that's what your brain function is so going tr- to is when so you go to true. sleep. So this so is what true. you carry. This is the energy that you carry when you wake up. Fortnite, that's it. I was Fortnite, like, yes. It? I wouldn't blame. Fortnite. Yeah. Ooh, they wake up with Fortnite on the brain. Mm-hmm. You know, they come in the home room. Uh, oh, so you're seeing the effects of it from a, a different sense. See, that's interesting that you're seeing. They're coming in. Can we get on our Chromebooks today? Can we play? Can we have some free time, please? Can we? And then I just, and I'm like, okay. When I do let them get free time, I just watch them. Okay, they're supposed to be on their little, um, their little websites that they're on for school mm-hmm. that help them develop. And it's so funny because I see fingers. Fingers will start moving. <laughs> And, and you I, see that I eye, right? There. That glare in the eye. That uh, and then I come, almost a trance. Right, I come walking up behind them, and they'll switch. And I say, "Go to your history." No, no, I, I, I was, I was on, I was on this page. I would know. Go to your history. I didn't do it. Look, you were not doing math with your fingers going this fast. Right, your fingers are just going. You know, this is so funny because they're addicted. They went to bed on that. They wake up on that. That's what. That's what they are. They have in their mind all day. And we think about all the ills of the world. Yeah, Call because, of Duty is another one that's got them like. Oh, uh, all I hear trance. is Fortnite. I haven't had the Call of Duty yet. Oh Lord, that must be for some older ones because I got the little ones. But um, you know, we wake up thinking about all the tragedies of the world, mm-hmm. and that's that's what we focus on. 
So that's our mindset, which was some of what me and Lady T were talking about. Yeah. You know, what we think about our mindset. Because this holistic living thing is just not Dr. Sebi and having an alkaline diet. It's a trinity. It's mind, body, and spirit. Mm -hmm. You got to bring them all together into one function. If you don't bring them all together, like I said, it's like your car needs a tune-up, an oil change, and tires, and you only got the oil change, and then you busted a tire. Right. And I think with um, Nipsey's passing, it has awakened a lot of people, people that never even knew who Dr. C.B. was, is they're now doing research. But but I think they're still missing that three, that the three parts have to connect. They are. And the thing about it is that when you don't really sit down and you look at the whole picture, you burn, Lady T and I talked about, you burn out. Because you go by all these fruits and these vegetables and lemons and peppermint and ginger and... You burn out. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not ready for it. You haven't done all the research and you're waiting for all these things to happen to you inside and they're not happening. Mm -hmm. You know? Because it's just not the inside. Right. You know? So, another thing that... um, And Ananika, you still with us? Yes, ma'am. Another thing I want to talk about is a complete detox. Okay. I think before um, any of us really jump onto the alkaline diet and the teachings of Dr. Sebi, you have to understand that this is research that he's done for three decades or more. This isn't something that's just an overnight thing. You can purify your water and eat some raw vegetables and follow his alkaline diet and that's it. This is something that's a process and if you haven't detoxed your body Mm -hmm. your body's going to go into shock. It's going to go into shock, but you're still going to have garbage in your body that you're going to wonder why I still have a desire for this, why I haven't lost the weight, why right. I haven't done this and the other. Um, one of the biggest things is most of our colons are cruddy. They are cruddy as, can I say it? Shit. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. But they are cruddy as shit because... We can take laxatives, we can do a lot of detoxes that flush us, but the walls of our colons have gathered all this mucinoid. Mm-hmm. And you may, you got shit in you that's probably 10 years old. Trust and believe you probably have shit in you that's 10 years old. Think of your, um, think of your pipes in your house, especially if you have a garbage disposal or something. Think that's of the pipes in your house. Yeah. Right. And you've been living in that house for over 10 years. And you know how that slimy, the, the insides of the pipe get that like slimy yeah. thing on it. And it's always there mm-hmm. unless you have a plumber that comes in because something happened. Right. That's your colon. Yeah. Everything is going, your colon is those pipes. And everything is just sucking, holding on to so the what inside do you, what do you of your intestines. Not your colon, but your intestines. What do you recommend people do before they start to try to do an alkaline diet? May I give this disclaimer? I am not a medical professional. I am not a physician. I am not a doctor. Do your research like I've done for the past 20, 25 years. Um, Ananike, you want to give yours first? Oh, no, I'm listening to you. Oh, you're listening to me. (laughs) Well, Uh hold on. My doctor asked me if I wanted to go see a dietitian or a nutritionist. I said, no, I'm good. I got people. She put a lot yes, of pressure on me, guys. She put a lot of pressure on me because <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard her well, but yeah, 
Another case doctor asked her, did she need a nutritionist? And she said she she, she got said, nope. she, she got said, her nope, people. I got D. And she, yeah, she got me. She put a lot of pressure on me. And I've been doing a lot of research um, for her right now. But um, I would say way back then, I did. Y'all all seen it hanging in the bathroom when y'all was kids. Or right. your grandma house. And you wondered what that red thing was with that white rubber hose with the tip on the end. I think I had that. I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. What Anana is that? K, what is that? It's a hot water bottle. The hot water bottle, which was the enema. Oh. Yeah, with the enema attachment. Yeah. No, we didn't yeah. know that. Oh, in now we call it a colonic. Yeah, we call it a colonic. It's trendy it's a colonic now. now. So grandmothers had that back in the day in the bathroom? Yes, honey. Yeah, girl be hanging over the shower, over the shower rod. Yeah. <laughs> <Look, I didn't... laughs> yes, it's called a colonic now, but it was just a red rubber bag with a white hose with a little tube up the back, and you always sat there, you looked at it, and if you was a little kid, you probably swung the little end of the tube. <laughs> Cause it was I feel just like I, I, I missed out. I've never seen that. <laughs> Not knowing what it was. For. In Caribbean, we just got we just drank senna 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 uh, tea with the senna leaves. My mom, your mom was seeping, and you knew when you smelled that senna, you knew it was going down. You wasn't leaving the house for about three four days, and every couple months, your mom would make you drink the senna to clean your system out. See, so, <laughs> that's how. That's what I'm used to. But yeah, so how does this thing work? <laughs> I'm going to try I'm not can you take over? I'm like, I can't hear you, Anana K. Anana K, what'd you say? People pay good money for that, too. You know that? So they don't use it now? They pay good money for what they could do in their own bathroom. Yes, they do pay good money for what they did in their own bathroom. So it was just cleaning out. It was a cleaning out. Yeah, it was just a cleaning out. So, yeah. It was just a cleaning out of, of the colon area. So now we get colonics and, and get um, our colons flushed the same way our grandparents just put the water in the red bag or whatever they put in there and just, you know, sit there with it and shoop, you know, in the wow. toilet. But... douche my a douche for the backside right yeah douche because now they say we're not supposed to douche the um the, the cuckoo yeah we're not douching the cuckoo but you but you know what dear abby was always right cucumbers are really good for the cuckoo because they're water-based and well that's a different show I'm but anyway say, okay we gotta do that one next week <laughs> that's that's another show but um, look, he's looking too like okay, put me on because I'm just saying like put me on. The I only know. male in the studio is sitting here like like really. Yeah. We just watched him the other day. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I would say um, Anana K, you know I say stuff wrong. What is it, the Benedite? Bentonite. tonight. The Bentonite. I, I think it's Bentonite, but you know, I'm in California. We say stuff different. We say car keys. People over there say khakis, so we don't know. Bentonite. <laughs> yes, the Bentonite. The Bentonite clay, um, flaxseed, 
um, psyllium. Um, those things are good for cleaning out the intestines. Mm -hmm. Flaxseed and psyllium, um, they mm -hmm. What they do is they kind of scrape and hold on to the walls of the intestines to help pull it through. And then the bentonite clay is really good for pulling out. Now, this isn't something that you're going to do one time. And you're going to be like, "Woo!" you know. You have to do it. Right. Yeah, My colon been clean like chitlins. No, it don't work like that. This How is often do you recommend doing that, using those? Now, things? I've seen some say about three weeks. I agree with those that say it's a process that you want to take in your citric, um, citric um, juices, um, the lemon water, your lime, your orange, your citric juice, and drink those and do the bentonite for a period of time throughout a year. Because, And I would agree with that, that it's a process because, like I said last week, these things that have built up in us did not build up over three weeks. Right, so it wouldn't take, yeah. They built up over time. So like you said... Um, at home, mm -hmm. you guys did this process every so often. Yeah, like it's not like you nice. did it once and oh, yeah, everything is good. So it's a process. So I would say do your research because I don't know everyone's medical history. You you may have other ailments you're dealing with, um, so you may not want to do it too much, or whatever the case may be, and see what is good for you. But whenever you do any of these treatments. Um, because you want to include the fiber, mm -hmm. and, and fiber is going to drain your, your body and your system of certain nutrients. You want to drink plenty of water. So if you're not committed to drinking the daily allowance, then some of water a day, then you're not ready. You have to be committed to drinking that water. And actually, soon as Ananake is ready, we are going to do this whole bit of night clay and detox together because I need a detox because I mean you can see me right now and I can see me <laughs> I see me much better than y'all see me because I got clothes on right now but um, I have changed a lot in the past two years primarily because I'm not working out I'm not walking I'm not stretching I'm not working out yeah, um, I have to the south has definitely put weight on so I I'm in with y'all I'll do the detox too Right. Yes. Lava wants to do it too. So right. Yeah. Okay. Do well, the detox. I have something to say about the detox thing. We're going to. Yeah, I really you, do. Huh? Don't get me wrong. Detoxing is important. But I'm not a professional right now. But I'm going to tell you this. When you detox, detox means to purge your body of things that don't belong in it. Okay? To give you ideas of what don't belong in your body. I'm going to put these people on front street, and I don't care who don't like it. I said it. Certain fast food restaurants, buns don't break down. You, sit, you, can sit a, you can sit a McDonald's hamburger bun down, and it'll still be there next week, next year, 10 years later. It ain't going to do nothing. Right. Yeah, and so that's that, the stuff that's... For that's, every bun you ate, if you ate the bun and you ate the meat, it's still sitting in your colon because your body didn't have the ability to process it. Right, that's why I so said some of us have stuff in that's our the first thing. that's been your first Second thing I'm going to say is that your body does stuff to try to remedy itself. So when you get a fever, the fever is not the infection. The fever is your body trying to burn it out, of, burn the infection out of you. Mm -hmm. So when you start doing detox and ask me how I know, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to break out. You're going to be scratching because it's itching because it's trying.
trying to come out of your body the best way it can. Your skin is the largest organ on your body, and that is how you get rid of carbon dioxide. So it's going to try to come out your skin. You're going to bump up. You're going to be like, oh, wait a minute, I'm breaking out the rash. Maybe I'm allergic. No, you're detoxing. Things are going to happen. You're going to start going to the bathroom more, sweating more. Your, your, your sick may even change. But it's coming up out of you. Now, you may not, don't stop now. Keep going because you want it to go. A lot of people will start detoxing and they'll kick all this crap up, but then they don't move around and try to get rid of it. You don't want to kick all this crap up in your system and have it floating around in your system. Those are people who got thyroid problems or their metabolism has slowed down. Get up and walk. Get up and move. Do something. Or it's going to send your system and settle right back down, and now it's going to be all over your system. Ask me how I know. When you are detoxing, there are people who say their hair fall out. I'm not going to lie to you about that. Because it was sick hair. Your hair gonna grow back, pretty, baby, little curlicues, all that. But it was sick when it was created, so it may fall out. Detoxing your body is because you put things into your body that made up the part, the, the proteins and stuff in your body. Like people like Top Ramen. Do you know how long it takes Top Ramen to break down in your body? Do you imagine how many people gave top ramen to their kids at least once a week? Yes. Anana K, I need to keep, excuse me for one moment, Anana K. Can you keep it going? I need to step away for a moment. So if y'all can keep it going for just a minute. Thank you. Okay. So I I want people to understand that detoxing is a good thing. Do not rush it. Detoxing is a good thing. But remember, you have to have electrolytes in your body. Remember to keep that going because... If, without electrolytes, it's a bad thing. Make sure that you keep yourself clean. You know, you know, if you feel like you need to wash up more, do whatever it is you have to do. Oh, and I looked up on the internet for those hot water bottles with the little attachments and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can get them for less than ten dollars at that local store that everybody goes to that runs all the mom and pops out of business. But I'm not gonna say no names. Walmart. <laughs> so, um, but. Uh, Detoxing, if I'm going to do a major detox, which I'm about to do right now, I, I, slow my, I slow my food input down. Less solid food, more liquid food. That means I'm, I'm doing the smoothies, more vegetables, more things that are easy for me to process. Um, I'm not going to go out and have a roast beef and da 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 and then start trying to detox. That's access for problems. So what do you recommend? Um, what do you recommend? Go ahead. What do you recommend? Um, do you recommend like meal replacements or just to do smoothies and like what what, well, what a, does a what does a day look like you, in detox? It's per person. It is per person. Personally, myself, I don't do meal replacements because I'm not gonna keep buying meal replacements. Right. Um, and that is changing your diet. It needs to be a lifestyle because you you will know when you change your lifestyle when you stop craving those other things. But when you're going into your detox, I would just say start with smoothies. You know, start with smoothies. You know, start slowing your slowing yourself down before you run into it. Because, honey, you do not want to have your stomach crunching down trying to get rid of a whole bunch of crap in you. And I do mean crap in your system. That's a miserable thing. But if you do have stomach cramps, I'm not a doctor, but I do know the small sips of chamomile tea will help the, uh, the, the uh, intestinal contractions. 
it'll help it in, in applesauce has pectin in it, applesauce, not apple juice, not apples, but applesauce has pectin in it. And it will solidify your bowels to keep you from running all over the place. But put that in your little home healing book because trust me, it's easier to get some applesauce to take care of that than it is to go to the doctor and get some medicine. Now, I'm just jumping back in and I'm not 100% sure where y'all left off, but I know you was talking about um, when I stepped we away. We were talking about detoxing and how to walk into it. I'm going to be honest with you. I think doing the smoothie thing, walking into the detox, some vegetable smoothies and stuff, you know, kind of getting the, the thick food out of your system first. We know you ain't finna eat no thick food. Then. You know, we know your, your, your food intake is modified already. I, I have my big girl days every once in a while. <laughs> but you no, know, personally myself, I'm trying to make it work, but I will have a chicken flashback real hard, and I have to catch myself. I'd be like, oh, that chicken is not for me. Well, what I was going to say is like when you were talking about when we do the detox, our body's going to go through certain reactions and those reactions are going to be negative and those are the reactions that we're going to think that, oh, this isn't working because I'm breaking out, I'm right. itching. Um, and then we stop too I'm fast. I'm sick because a lot of times when I do detox because I smoke cigarettes, I get a sore throat and I catch a cold and I, because I have all this coming out of me because I smoke um, but at the same time it's like when you think about when you have let's say when you have diarrhea right the doctors give you something to suppress the diarrhea but when you have diarrhea it's because your stomach and your body is saying there's something in here that needs to get out yeah. and then we want to take something to make it stop and hold it in but the thing is, is that your body is doing something natural and when you have diarrhea it's because it's like we need to get this thing out of here that's attacking your body. And mucinex is another one. Mucinex dries up the, the, mucus. the mucus, but you never expel it. The thing is, you want to expel the mucus. That's why old people say the cold is going to run its course. And mm -hmm. the more the All cold, those things that our grandmothers and stuff used right. to say. But, the, yeah. more the, the more the cold runs its course, the snottier you get. Mm hmm you know what I'm saying? The more mucus that expels from your body, that's what's right. supposed to happen. That's how you knew you were getting towards the end of your cold because you had this horrible yucky mucus out your face, right? <laughs> so, but now we've gotten so accustomed with these with big pharma that things are supposed to disappear, but they don't disappear by coming out. They disappear right. by just yeah. somewhere in our body. They just stay. They don't come out anymore. So when you detox. A lot of things are going to, going to happen. You may get the worst cold, the worst fever, the worst breakout, mm -hmm. because all these toxic things that's in your body, they need to get out. They need to get out. Lala, you want me to tell you a story what happened when you drank the sorrel? She'll tell us in a minute. But. <laughs> <laughs> when she drank what? You know, the um, sorrel tea. Sorrel? Sorrel. Mm -hmm. Sorrel. Sorrel. Mm hmm Say it. Sorrow. Say it. Sorrow. <laughs> what she said. Yeah, that. Uh, I love it. Me too. I love that's, it. It tears me up. Yeah, but me too. I love it's it. big in the, in the Caribbean. Yes. We need a big bowl of that. Because yeah. I love ginger. There's a lot of people that don't like ginger. Oh, I love but ginger. But I love anything that has a lot of ginger because yeah. it's really good for the um, digestive system. Mm -hmm. It really is. Cut um, it up and put it in your food. <laughs> but I like ginger beer. Does that count? She, I, like beer. Beer I, like, I like ginger beer too. I like pineapple. I like 
Pineapple Tears or Bear, the brown bottle, DNH or DNG. <laughs> I've never had the Pineapple Tears. You know, um, I'm not really fond of ginger. I'm not going to lie to you about that. But I do, I know that it's necessary. Ginger works very well with your intestine and your digestion. Yeah. And, and I've, I've had ginger before to settle it, to settle my digestion. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. If you are a sensitive person, and when I say sensitive person, I mean empathic. That means when people get sick around you, you get sick too just because they sick. Or if somebody hurt you hurt just because they hurting. Or every time something happens in the world, you get real emotional. You're also one of those people that have stomach and digestive issues. It's a part of being a sensitive. Yeah. So me and Ginger, we okay. We got a, we got a ceasefire going on. We work together. But I'm going to be honest with you, um, I, I really don't like ginger. I'm still learning to like turmeric. Dee is putting me on the turmeric, and I'm supposed to sprinkle it on some stuff, and I'm still looking at it sideways, but I'm going to work with it. But, you know, that's just me. Some of the stuff, the ginger is so easy to grow. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Ginger, what is it? What did you say, Dee? A couple of knuckles? That's how you measure it out by a knuckle? No, I never Did measure it out. I'm heavy handed, so I just scoop, scoop. Yeah, and I, ain't enough to scoop I love it. I more. love it when you are um, cramping. Scoop. Oh my gosh, ginger helps me. So with cramps. I just made. My, um, I just I made learned a, just recently that taking put, taking your spiritual bath, and I know y'all out there in the world take a spiritual bath because we don't talk about this. Mm-hmm. Instead of using salt, because if you have high blood pressure, it will raise your blood pressure up because it's called osmosis. So. I use the ginger in the for the spiritual bath to help me to feel better. So when I'm detoxing, ginger on the inside, ginger on the outside. Don't mm-hmm. work right. Well, yeah. Because last week I spoke about that when I was speaking about um, my youngest daughter when she had um, a very severe flu on her senior year of high school and, and she came home with the chills and the fever. She was horrible. Came home. She drove home in a blanket. She could barely drive home. Long story short. She was horrible. And one of the things that I had her do, I woke her up like every two to three hours and I put her in a hot ginger bath because ginger, mm-hmm. it it pulls the toxins out as well. So you just you just cut up the ginger and put it in I hot just, water? I boiled the, the ginger and then I left the ginger that I sliced and I poured it in the tub and I put her in the, jug, in the, in the tub with the ginger bath so that it could pull those toxins and make her wow. sweat. I never heard of that. And I also had her drinking teas, and um, I had her drinking a tea that I made that they hate, and I also had a broth that I made. The broth was onions and garlic, and I can't remember what else, but the tea was also, um, the tea was ginger, garlic, onion, honey. It's disgusting, and they hate it. They'll tell everybody, oh, she made this horrible stuff she made us drink. But, and that was thick that they had to drink, the, the tea was. The broth was just a broth itself. Okay. And I would make them drink that. And they flushed the cold right out? And it flushed it out. And this particular day was a Friday. Because I never forget. It was a Friday. She came home. She called me at work. And she was crying because the nurse wouldn't let her go home. And she was having these chills and everything. She came down with this flu. And so she, she just left. She's like, Mama, I just got to leave. I might get in trouble, but I, I can't do it. She's crying on the phone. So I'm like, leave by the time you get home. I'll be there. I'll have everything ready. So I made the broth. Um, and I made the tea. Uh, with the honey, the garlic, I want to say it was it was honey, garlic, ginger, onion, and this one other thing I can't be- remember what I put in there. It might be lemon, and then I make the um, broth 
with just the root vegetables, but mm-hmm. it's just the veg, it's just the broth. And then I put her in a ginger bath every two to three hours. And she was so sick that she couldn't stay awake. So I would have to go in her room and I have to like make her get up and help her to the tub and take her and put her in the tub and drink your tea, drink your tea, drink your tea. And um, she was just miserable. And she woke up that Saturday morning. I'm downstairs in the living room. When she gets up, you know, it's like between that 10, 12 hour. And she's running downstairs. Hey, mom, I'm on my way to the football game. Thank you so much. That nasty stuff you made me feel so much better. But I'm going to go. Bye. <laughs> she was perfect. And, I mean, my kids will tell you. And my grandkids, I gave it to them in their bottle. I used mm-hmm. to give it to them in their bottle because they used to have runny noses so much. Um, they hate it, but it works. And it's just giving them that fluid and fastening them off, off of anything else. Right. Um, and, but... Like I said, when we're detoxing, when we're not sick, we're going to get sick. Just be prepared. If you're detoxing and you're not sick, you don't believe that you're sick at the time, you're going to get sick because you have all this mucus and all these these things in your body that you don't realize have been living inside of you right. for so long. But I don't know what time it is. What time is it, guys? 11.04. Oh, gosh. So we got to get ready to get up out of here. Remember to speak positivity over yourself yes. because it doesn't work without your spiritual growth. It doesn't work without um, you speaking positivity over yourself and believing that you can be the best you that you're meant to be. Yes. Not greater than who you are because you were already meant to be the greatest you. You were designed to be the greatest you that you are. Creator already did that. You're already the greatest you. You just have to pull back the layers and get to your greatest self again. Because you're already <laughs> as great as you're going to be. You just can't identify with it yet. But right. you will. got to live with intention. Yes, live with intention. Place those intentions and um, believe it. Yeah. We'll talk about intentions on another show. Intentions are really, it's a challenge because we have to really believe it. So you are your greatest self. Tell yourself all the time. Write it on your mirror. I am my greatest self. And believe it. This is Be Influenced Live. It's your girl, Miss D. And Lady Precious. Lady Precious. And don't forget to sprinkle your magic all over the world. Don't be afraid. Sprinkle don't it. hide it. Sprinkle it. The world needs you. The world needs your magic. And sprinkle it on your bed, too. Yes. Yeah. And your girl, Nana K. We are out. Be Influenced Live. Peace.